So if somebody wanted to influence you, how do they influence you? Influence me. I feel like influence always starts with putting your best foot forward. So if you're trying to influence a woman, you you don't want to show her all your sides at first. It's kind of like a game, like a mysterious game. You want to build up and you want to build connections and uh, things you like about each other before all your baggage is laid out there. So you say you want to keep it a little bit mysterious off yes. top. You don't want yes, to be... right off the bat. What's that saying? A wise man once said nothing at all. Or better to be a man of few words than uh, lay all your cards out there and someone think you're stupid. Mm. So, yeah. <laughs> so these niggas need to shut the fuck up sometimes. They need to be quiet, yes. And they need to, <laughs> <laughs> you know, just... Uh, Look at the bigger perspective of what you're looking into the fishbowl as. Mm. So you're looking down at her friends, and since you know these are her influencers, mm. not don't be a kiss ass. Don't be a kiss ass. But you want to seem like a good person, whether you are or not. Whether you are <laughs> or not, you wanna you wanna get oh, you wanna get them in the palm of your hand. You know, be like, and if. They're talking about something that you disagree with. Maybe uh, instead of disagreeing with them or offering your forms of opinion, well, you're not a woman. Mm. You're not a woman. They don't care about your form of opinion. Mm. You or tone out at that part of the conversation and let them keep doing their thing instead of putting your nose in somewhere where your relationship isn't as strong as theirs yet. Mm. Ooh, it's not as strong game. as theirs yet. Huh? So they're. They're closer to their friends than they are to you. Facts. So you Unless you've known her for six, eight months. Right. Unless, because it, it takes time. Time fixes everything, which is why remaining patient as you're starting to build the fundamentals. It's the fundamentals. Mm. So the fundamentals are you're not a terrible person, probably. You just have different views. And some other people would think that's terrible. And until she knows you're a great person, she's going to see these terrible things. And she's going to wonder if that's where shit's going to go. It's mm. terrible. Let me ask you this, because a, a particular gentleman said to me, he said, I had this little honey. She was a little bit younger than him, which I, yeah, <laughs> not unusual. A lot of cats are going for younger chicks. You dig. You dig. They want the fresh water. <laughs> But um, I guess she worked at a store and her colleagues were older women. And he said they were hating on the pimp. And basically, he believes that they got him canned. I don't know what that, I don't know if that's the situation. He doesn't exactly. entirely know. Older women, they're more stuck in their ways. Mm -hmm. They think they have the road paved out. They walked it. Mm. They didn't walk your exact path, though. Which is why, again, when you are starting to meet those people in her life who have influence on her, you just need to remain very vague and you need to walk the line because you're in her shoes. You're on her path. Your shoes aren't going to fit on her path right away, which is why you don't want to be pressing that shit right into the ground. You know what I mean? You want to tiptoe, tiptoe across her path. And then maybe in the future, you can then stomp your way through and you guys can figure that out then but it's going to be a hassle either way all relationships are hard to start and yeah okay so you're saying that advice, 
at the beginning, you don't have a lot of influence over her. So you mm -hmm. need to be subtle, be low key. Subtle, low key, you know? Um, be the better person or the smarter person who sees the bigger picture at the end always. So would you say that it's not wise to, to straight out tell her what to think or tell her what to do early on? Facts. Facts. If you have things you disagree in, there's a hundred other subjects to talk about. That was some really good game. I even felt like I needed to start taking notes. And she was within the age demographic you asked for and sharing meaningful game that applies generally to whatever woman you're involved with. One thing that she mentioned off camera is that when you start a new relationship with a woman, it's actually like starting a new job, which means that you should go in there on your best behavior, right? Making sure that you don't go into the new job acting like you're the boss when you in fact have yet to be promoted to the position of manager. So you must go in there humbly, staying low key, and then once you've established yourself, then you have more influence and then you can start making boss moves. Time and investment are critical. But let me give you some highly practical tips and tricks that you can apply to not only influence that female that you're involved with, but also her circle of loved ones. Tip number one that I can give you. Kate points out that as soon as you become involved with a woman, surely she is going to tell her inner circle about you. That you can count on, unless you don't matter, and at which point you should be concerned. She also noted that jealous women in her circle will say, I don't think he's good for you, which actually surprised me that she said that. But apparently that's the case. I don't know. I haven't been around for these intimate conversations of women with their inner circle of women or women with their inner circle of friends and family. But she says that the ones who are jealous may start off saying, ah, he's not good for you. So that is something that you might want to watch out for and be cognizant of. Now, knowing that, number one, as soon as the woman finds you meaningful, she's going to tell her inner circle about you. So that's one thing to know that will happen. So you have to know if she's going to tell them about you, what will she tell? Which means that you have to be strategic about what you let her know about you, which goes back to Savannah's point. You want to, at some level, be mysterious, but in painting a picture for her of you, you have to be selective in what you do tell her so that the small amount of information that she does have is all favorable and you've strategically selected the information that she knows about you. Another thing to mention is uh, the subscriber who requested this video noted that as he was dating a younger woman, he believed that he was molding her to be a better person. I think in every relationship you should be seeking to contribute to who that woman is, making her better, helping her grow, providing good guidance and support. Leadership, we call it. But you do need to remember, you want a woman, not a project. So you should not be getting a fixer-upper, right? This is not real estate. You don't go get a house and say, okay, you know, it needs new paint, needs new stairs. I'm going to put in the stairs and paint it up and then, you know, it'll be more valuable. No, sir. You want to look for a woman who already has the values and characteristics that you appreciate. Because inevitably, no matter how aligned your backgrounds and values are, there will be a level of dissonance, some things you disagree on. And that is where conflict will come from. And you need to be able to have that be a very narrow number of things. So don't get a fixer-upper. Don't get a girl who's had a very rough childhood 
or a girl who hasn't resolved those things. Get a woman who is aligned in terms of values, who is forward thinking, who's very thankful, and who is responsible, meaning she does something wrong, she knows how to take responsibility for it. You'll find that if you ever get into a conflict, her sense of responsibility will help because she can say, hey, I'm half of the problem here. And then you can start to fix things. If she's not responsible, she'll think your ass is all of the problem and the only way to get rid of the problem is by getting rid of you. One note I will share on dating younger women. When I was a a boy, I always wonder why did the older fellas get these younger women? As life has progressed, I've discovered why. Number one, as one advances in age, you know, say a man is 38, the women who are in his same age category who are worthwhile, many of them are already married or involved in relationships because they're worthwhile. They have children. And so this single successful man does not want to break up an existing marriage or adopt someone else's children, generally speaking. Shout out to the stepdads if you are taking on that responsibility. So that's one reason they're not dating women in their own age demographic. Why aren't they dating older women? Because nobody generally wants to do that. Um, But you know, there are some bad silver foxes out there. So this leads the man to dating younger women, meaning women who are very much so worthwhile. They still haven't had any children. They're not a divorcee. And they don't have baggage from the just huge levels of abuse they've suffered over a lifetime of being involved with many men. Many men, many, many men. So you want that woman that is, has the fresh water, right? You know, everything is intact from the physical to the mental and the spiritual. That's why men are incentivized to go for the younger woman. Importantly, you don't want to go too young because then you have levels of immaturity that you're dealing with. Further, if you go very young, you have to wonder why this young woman is seeking a man so advanced in age. And that is probably symptomatic of something lurking beneath that is unhealthy. Daddy issues, things like that. So what you want is... I'd say don't go any younger than 22. That way she's at least graduated university if she chose that path. She's at least experienced enough of life. So I'd say you want to catch them to start with at the very youngest, probably 23, 24. They graduated university. They've gotten in the real world, realized it's rough, realized they need some companionship and support. um, So they have an understanding of where you can offer value. And they're still young enough that they got the fresh water. So I'd say, you know, 23, 24 is a good sweet spot. I would not go younger than 22. Now let's really get to the the crux of this issue. Is you want to influence a woman's inner circle. Now mind you, a woman is not going to introduce you to her inner circle until she has defined you as a highly valuable man. Just like us, if you got a girl that's butt ugly, you want to keep the bitch on the low. You ain't really trying to take the bitch out everywhere. You ain't about to say, hey, let's go to Vegas and be taking snap uh, selfies with her, right? You're going to stay low key. Similarly, for the woman, she's not going to bring you around the family until she's decided that you have value. Before she brings you around the family or friends, she's going to tell them about you, which means that you need to, A, have a woman who is not predisposed to complaint. The reason I say that is because often when human beings encounter problems in life, they tend to want to vent. So you might have a situation where if you have a woman who's predisposed to complaint and you guys have a disagreement or an argument or she's dissatisfied with something about you, she's going to go and vent to her circle, which means that 
they're going to get a one-sided view of you. They're only going to know the negative things that she said to them because while she went and told them about the problem with you, she didn't tell them about the makeup sex. She didn't tell them about the nice thing you said to you know, get things back on an even level. A woman's general disposition will largely affect how you are portrayed. If the woman is largely negative, prone to complaint, her inner circle will get a skewed perspective on you that is negative, not necessarily because of your behavior, because of the nature of that woman. So find a woman that is predisposed to being responsible, predisposed to being thankful, predisposed to being optimistic and positive. In addition to that, you can actually lead her to those characteristics. How? By never backbiting, meaning never speaking negatively about people in front of her. And when she does so, you know, kindly redirect her, but be very clear in, hey, we don't backbite. Meaning that, you know, if she says something negative about someone, say, so for example, say if you're at the grocery store and she says, so-and-so had a bad attitude. You might say, oh yeah, no, I bet she's having a really rough day. You know, we've probably all had rough days like that. No, No need to speak negatively about her. We've all been in that situation. I bet she's really a nice person. So you're conditioning her that you're a positive, optimistic person. You're leading her to speak positively and optimistically and see the world through that lens. So through that conditioning, she realizes, hey, this is a really nice guy. This is a really positive guy. And also begins to influence the way she sees the world. So when she speaks to her family about the world that she sees, she speaks well of you. As a man, it is often best to lead by example. Although you must be clear to a woman that she is not a man. So some of the things you do, she does not do. But moreover, speak well of her. Speak well of her to your friends and family. If you're on a phone call and she's right there, you might be talking to your friend and say, you know, oh, hey, Brianna, I'm sitting right here with my girlfriend, Bridget, and, you know, so happy to be with her today. Lovely woman. We're having a great time. And her observing how you speak well of her will thereby want her, make her want to do that in turn. So that's how you share that general way of being. Here's a pro tip, gentlemen. Nothing in this world is free and there's no such thing as saving money. That's just, those are general aphorisms to remember. Nothing in this world is free and there's no such thing as saving money. What I mean by that, number one, you pay for everything. <laughs> Even if you think you got something free, it wasn't free. There was a cost to it and you have to be conscious of what that cost is. People would think that a prostitute charges you for the pussy. She's charging you for the vagina. She's also charging you to follow directions, to give you the sex how you want the sex, and to go the fuck away when you're done, right? A woman who's not a prostitute is also charging you. You paid for the dinner. You paid for the movie. You drove to pick her up. You have to deal with her emotions. Those are all costs. Further, there's no such thing as saving money. Like, for example, if you're going to go on a trip and you want to look at two hotels, one might be a motel. You go to a Momo, you pay $50 a night, you might have bed bucks. You didn't save a penny. You paid the amount of money that will give you bed bucks. You get a luxury hotel, you pay $200 a night. The bed is plush, comfortable, room service is excellent. You forget your toothbrush, you call the front desk, they'll send one up. You got what you paid for. You always generally get what you paid for. You get what you earn. Just a little bit of Marquettism. So I say that to say this. You're often buying goodwill from a woman. More than men, women can be easily bought. You guys already know this. I'm not telling you anything new. 
they like for you to spend on them, whether it's spending emotions, spending time, spending money. Strategically, you should think about if you want to influence how her circle sees you, you have to be strategic with your spend, which means that you need to give her tokens or trinkets or material things or experiences that are remarkable, meaning she wants to make a remark about it. So for example, if you had a young lady who had a birthday, you do something remarkable for her birthday, undoubtedly her friends are going to say, oh, hey, Kelly, what'd you do for your birthday? And being that you did something remarkable, that'll be a perfect opportunity for her to explain what you did for her for her birthday. So doing things that are remarkable are critical. The last piece of advice I'll give you gentlemen is this. Not everyone is worth it. You'll encounter a great many women who are thankless. That's why you heard me say, find a woman who's thankful many, many times. I've had the great fortune of having a woman who was so thankful, I kid you not, there were times where I was suffering financially and she was responsible enough and loving enough to say, hey, here's some cash, use this cash to get by this month. And I kid you not, we'd go out to eat and I'd have the cash that she gave me and I'd pay for dinner and she'd thank me for the dinner. And I thought, wow, Barbara, you are one of the most thankful people I've ever met. You literally gave me money. I spent your money on dinner and you thanked me for that. That's a good woman. That's the kind of woman you want to keep with you. You want to cherish and love till your dying days. On the other hand, I've had women who I did a great many things for their birthday, barely a thank you. And then when my birthday came around, almost nothing, almost nothing done for me. That's the kind of woman you want to get rid of however you can, as quickly as you can, because those people are rotten and there are many of them. So, folks, you now have some serious game that you can apply today. And I tell you, if you really apply these things, it is going to enhance your life. It's going to allow you to choose the right spouse, woman, bitch, whatever you're looking for that will get you from point A all the way down to Z.